Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God bless. Good evening to each and every one, and God bless you. Uh, to those who are listening outside of the country, Salaam, peace be to you. We're just coming on tonight and just the turmoil that our country is going through right now with the monkeypox we just got over, uh, not over, but we're still dealing with uh, COVID-19, uh, Omicron, uh, mutation for Omicron and others that, we, that we're going through. And now we're getting to midterm election part. And now we are faced with another episode being African-American to understand just what's at hand about it voting. That president, our former president, uh, 45, uh, I don't like to call his name, but he's trying to put people in place that if he run and lose the election, that he'll be able to overturn an election. And so, it, 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 although it's time, it's time for us to really get out and vote again. It's really, really time to get out and vote again. Uh, I see that there's so much going on all over the world. We have this election coming on, flooding in Kentucky, fires that's burning out of control in California, storms. See, I'm a firm believer that you're either in a storm or coming out of a storm or beware a storm is on the way. That problem just keep on coming. And being of African descent and African American, one who we have been taught from first through twelfth grade that we're nothing. And it's not that someone literally said it, but it's been implicit. It's been implied by photographs and by blacks being left out of history, blacks being left out of the educational aspects of the world, which we know now that the education uh, that those who were famous, Aristotle and, 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 and others were educated in Africa, and it was spread to Europe through... Uh, different individuals 
Now it's important that 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 we that that we start looking at ourselves and think about different movements that happen right here in in America and for myself right and I know some uh people that came right from here in Louisiana that were very, very prominent with the civil rights, the Black Panther, Hubert P. Newton. Uh, without him, it wouldn't have been one. He's from Louisiana. H. Ralph Brown. So many people came from right out of Louisiana. They're very prominent. Bill Russell recently died, and people didn't know he was from really from Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, and he was an activist. So many people that participated. I was going over different things and just pondering about the show tonight. And just thinking about the things that we don't know and why we're not interested in learning who we are. Why are we mm-hmm. caught up on the things that I'm thinking about it, but we have this mm-hmm. self-hatred that we think that we are people that's not good looking, that we look upon ourselves as being ugly, I would say is because we have taken what Europeans have for beauty and it's how they look. And if you don't look close the way they look, then we look at ourselves as being ugly. If your hair is not that of a European, you say you have bad hair. If your nose is not printed or if you don't look like most of them look, uh, then you call, you'll say that, that's an ugly nose because you're, you're you're not meeting their criteria for beauty for themselves and not looking at what the criteria for your own own uh, race or not just race or group ethnic group where you come from and 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 at the boot of it it is it is more people of african uh origin than in Europe or anywhere else, other than maybe uh, I, I call India because a whole lot of people in India are of African origin. But China, China is the only other place, and, and they have some melanin in their skin. There are some people that's very dark in China. But in Europe, there it's the population, there's not that many what we call white or Europeans in the world is seven. What is it's not quite eight hundred million uh, Caucasians in the world. Not a billion. You got one point three billion that live in the, on the continent. Blacks that live on the continent of Africa, not counting the ones in Brazil, and 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 and, and out in uh, Caribbeans, the Caribbeans, and. America and uh, Pacific Islanders and Australia, Europe and Canada, and I count the blacks that's there. So you got 1.3 billion, so it's not that many. But but we, with all of our value system, comes from a Eurocentric value system, and so Eurocentric tells us that we're nobody because they everybody's left out of history. And, and and what's so ironic about it and we never put it into to even in our, our thought as a thought process. 
how is it that when you read about history, it's only Caucasian? Like they discovered everything, they invented everything, and they were uh, least on inventions than anyone else. They didn't discover any place. People were already there. I've heard how they say blacks live in Africa, live as savages. Don't you know that blacks never went around the world killing people? Don't try to pick a first country. Think about that. We've been called savages. And I was listening at Mr. Bell that comes on on Sundays about 10 on uh, CNN. And he was asking about the thing that we call critical race theory. And this is very important. I wish many of us would have watched the show. And he went around America, asking America, did they would you know? Did they want CRT? And they said no because it was going to prompt too much hatred. Now, before I go any further with CRT, CRT is critical race theory. Now, I want to change it to critical race truth because a theory is an unproven fact. Now, by definition, now I want us to, to think about this. Mr. Bell asked them, since they don't want critical race theory, he asked them, but then he asked, did they want to know true history? And the white said, yes. He said, well, you have a holiday in October, and it's Columbus Day. Columbus didn't discover America. You want to stop that being taught? Nope. They said no. Knowing that it's a lie, nope. Then asked him, say, uh, uh, Europeans uh, discovered America, which were close to 70 million people were already here, and say, you do that need to be taught because that's not true. Uh, uh, no, don't stop teaching that lie. Uh, slavery wasn't bad. And they, they want to even change the name to involuntary servitude. Uh, don't teach that part, the bad part. They don't want to. They don't want to talk that sixty percent of America's income in the seventeen hundred and part of eighteen and eighteen hundred came from cotton and sugar. That means South. That means slavery. But that that shouldn't be taught. That that's what that's what the years that America was built because America got the independence from Great Britain around seventeen seventy six when the Declaration of Independence was being written. But but no, we don't want that taught. And what's ironic is our children are so busy playing video games. They're so busy listening to rap music. They're so busy hung up on other things instead of paying attention politically what's being done and what's systemically being done to them how your neighborhoods are being taken over by gentrification. How, they, how, how they're taking back your the Voting Rights Act. 
Now, I want to say this, and I don't want anybody to get me wrong because I am a pastor. I don't believe in abortion, but I don't think that a person uh, from incest and rape and other things should have to carry the baby. Now, I'll tell you why. If you do a statistic on those kids that go into foster home or group home, they, and you'll find out how many of them are molested, how many of them have mental problems. And after they're 18, they're put out on the street with nowhere to go. You don't put an 18-year-old kid on the street. The government is talking, and, and so many people are talking about anti-abortion, but when it comes time to take care of the children, they don't have the funds. And the kids slip through the crack. They're going to either be murdered on the street, homeless, or end up in prison because they don't know how a kid 18 years old, unless they go into the military. And then so many kids uh, that, that they go in the foster homes and group homes have mental problems. So it's so hard for them to adjust to society after they get there. But people don't look. If we're going to go with the abortion things and stop that, we should, should, should uh, 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 for rape and incest and things, that should be allowed. But now, we should put up so much money to make sure that these kids are raised, can get a college education, and have some way to stay longer than to be 18 years old. And the government stopped taking care of You know, uh, GOP and others could vote on everything, but you're not voting on the right thing. You you say don't get rid of the kids and don't do this, that. But what are you willing to put forth the money to take care of the kids? Okay, I, I don't believe in that. I, 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 I don't believe in homosexuality, but I don't believe that you mistreat a person because that. I allow God to judge. I have no judgment. I let God separate the weak from the tap. I don't have that ability nor authority. Now, 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 go and go dealing with with the history talk bit, and it's and and, and it is so prevalent in America that we we try to learn our constitutional rights. We try to need to learn the Fourteenth, the Thirteenth, and and Twelfth Amendment, different. Remember, we need to uh, we need to know the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. We need to know right now. Okay, uh, we're seeing people just being gunned down with semi-automatic rifles and automatic rifles, ARs, and other rifles that they have that almost like a machine gun if it put on automatic. But those are military-grade rifles. Why do you need a military-grade rifle in your house? Now, you may need a pistol or something, or if you're a hunter, 30-30, 30-06, uh, 308, uh, whatever, uh, rifle, great rifle to go deer hunting. A shotgun if you're going to hunt rabbits and others, but uh, a, a, a duck or whatever. But you don't need a military-grade rifle like you're going to war. Our kids and our people are being gunned down, but those we saying to Congress, being that we're not a democracy, but we are a republic. And those who think that I'm not telling the truth, uh, just write, uh, just say, do the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. It says, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic 
for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And it simply means we send people to represent us. We elect congressmen and senators and representatives who represent their, their district. But they're being paid off by lobbyists to vote, not vote against those guns. They're being paid off. And it's not something that would help the community as a whole. It's just filling their pockets while they're doing their term uh, in Washington and other places. Nevertheless, it's time that we open our eyes and, and see how we're losing our community. And it's time that, uh, as African Americans, we pull together. And don't get me wrong, I, I, don't, I don't hate anybody. And uh, even some of the worst uh, races, I, I totally resent them. I resent what they stand for. So different as a resent and a hate. I resent what they stand for. I resent what you believe. If you believe that you are above someone else, superior, and another person is inferior. But now I, I want us to understand this. Whenever you, you, you're dealing with people, the way you beat people is by something that the Bible says when he said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. African-Americans, we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because we don't know who we are. We don't know where we started. We don't know who we are. So once they take away your language and all these other things and you don't know who you are, then a person could mess with your mind. But once you learn who you are and who's you are and feel proud about yourself, you'll find out. Now, I want you to understand that I'm going to go, I'm going to start with this a little bit tonight because I want us to start feeling proud of ourselves. I told you that Gregoire Mendel, uh, he's called the father of genetics, and genetics deal, in, deal with the things that the inheritance involved that's passed down, uh, passing down a discrete unit of in, that we inherited genes from our parents or different offspring. Now, now it, it's important that we understand that the genes, how we look, how we respond, the color of our eyes, the texture of our hair, everything else comes through the genes in which we pass down. Well, Gregoire Mendel is classified as the father of, now he's Caucasian, the father of genetics. But Gregoire Mendel said, now I want you to understand what this means. Gregoire Mendel said, black skin and brown skin come from dominant genes. Brown eyes come from dominant genes. He said light skin, or well, like what you say, white, come from recessive genes. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, if you look up the term dominant in America, it means superior. Recessive means under, mean like a lower. Now, I want you just to understand, they understand that because you could get the recessive from the dominant. And when when I'm saying that, this is just simple genetics. You can get two of the darkest individuals from in the sedan. 
And I'm going somewhere with this because I'm going to show you how man originated the origin of man. You could go to the darkest, two of the darkest people in the world, which live in the Sudan. They could come together and have what you call an albino child, a white child. See, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't take two Caucasians and get a dominant. You can't take two recessive people with recessive genes and get a dominant. See, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. And all you, if you think I'm kidding, and you go well, look all over the world, and you'll find out just that. Uh, you'll find out just what I'm talking about. And then if once you start looking up, and, 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 and it's good that we try to find out things because uh, you'll find out that all your anthropologists and others said that life started in Africa. And they even go back to a lady called Lucy, who go Lucy goes back uh, 3.2 million years ago. They found her fossil in Africa. Now we we have to understand this that when we when we're studying about Lucy, that she was found around Ethiopia, and and uh, the skeletal remain, and uh, it was by. Don Johansson and Tom Gray. But now, then they were found the other, that's called Australopithecus. Whenever they're looking for the oldest fossils of where man originated from, they don't go to Europe. They don't go to the frozen tundra. They go to Africa. They don't go to China. They know where life originated from. They know. But we need to learn who we are. They know who we are. They know everything originated with you. Uh, with Africans, uh, we're from, from Africa, and you are of African descent, and that you look more like the original man than anyone that they could put forth, that you favor that person that was the original human being on earth. And and they even have teach you different things about things, but we fall for I call it the okie doke about Christianity. Now, if you study Christianity, you will find out that Christianity was in Africa long before it was ever in Europe. All you have to do is read your Bible with understanding and don't let someone block it out your your head. On the day of Pentecost, you'll find out that the Ethiopian eunuch was uh, on his way to worship in Jerusalem. And there he was met by Philip. And he was reading the book of Isaiah. And he asked him, did he understand what he was reading? Now, understand, Philip is a Greek name. That's not the original name of a Hebrew. That name, Peter, is not the original name of a Hebrew. 
Jesus wouldn't be the original name of a Hebrew, Yeshua. You know, so uh, 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 the name that we read in the Bible is converted into an English version and not having that. But he was reading the Bible. Now, this is long be this was before the gospel Paul them started taking the gospel to uh, uh, Europe. It was already in Ethiopia. It was already in, in uh, Egypt. And Egypt was black Egypt at that time, too. See, it's something that we have to understand when you're talking about Don Johansson and Tom Gray, about Lucy. And then we have to talk about Lewis and Lewis Leakey and Mary Douglas Leakey, two wives who discovered pro-council. Now, pro-council would be about 2.18 million years old. And they found that, and they said when they found this, they said the pro-council skull, they found it of a, they said it was an extinct ape, which is now to believe, some believe that it was the ancestor of human, but I don't believe in that a mutation from a monkey to a human being. That's something that no one could ever do that because monkeys are not mutating into humans today. When they found this robust uh, zentropy, which means East Africa, uh, in the Odev Gorge, uh, that's around Tanzania. But they also found fossils of human beings in the Odev Gorge. You know, it's important that we understand these things. They found different artifacts and things in old these gods like arrowheads, spears, and different other things. They found this in the old these gods. And that told them that they had people that were intelligent, could make fire, and do many other things as further back as, as over 2.1 million, 116 16,000 years ago. This was going on. But 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 there wasn't any action yet in Europe. If you study close enough, they have what they call out of Africa. And they tell you about man uh, leaving out of Africa uh, around 70,000 years ago, that's where everybody lived in Africa, and they started living leaving out of Africa about 70,000 years ago. And uh, they, t- they talks about it. They said that the hum- uh, modern human established themselves in Africa, but then it's a smaller population. That's why it's not that many Caucasians. They branched out to establish foothold first in Asia before spreading to Europe about 40,000 years ago and reaching Europe. And now, why do they look different from we look? Now, I would just say if I were preaching, I'd say, I would say, I'm glad that you asked. Look up the definition of a mutation. And Webster Dictionary says that a mutation is a change of a structure or a gene 
resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by the alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion insertion or rearrangement of layers or section of genes. In essence, a mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variation in a species. Now, if you take what that says, that that's variation, the only way that somebody could come out white from black to white, it has to go through a mutation. Is a mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variation enter into a species. But if you even go further back in the definition, this says that uh, it's a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generation caused by alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion. Okay, if you want blue and eye, blue eyes, uh, it comes as a system that turns off around in your eyes, and it's called COA2. When that system closed off, the eyes are, are, are blue. That's why very few people in the world, mostly all the people in the world, have brown eyes. Now, then they say the DNA are deletion. The deletion of some uh, uh, insertion or rearrangement, they don't have melanin. Just, uh, just about every race other than what you call uh, albino have melanin, and that's why I, I don't understand why Caucasians won't call themselves albinos because they don't have melanin. And you've been hearing about mutations with the COVID and other things, COVID-19, the mutations are called a new variant. Now, 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 listen, a variant is almost the same thing. A variant, listen to what it says, is a form or version of something that differs in some respect from other forms of the same thing of, from a standard. The standard is is that of a black man. That was the standard how a human looked. But a variant came about, and it started looking different. Now, I, 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 uh, I laugh sometimes because I was teaching uh, Bible study at, at, at a YMCA, and an elderly white lady who I, who I, I thought, you know, I, I don't hate her, but she made a statement, and it hurt me, and it made me angry, but I didn't let her know it did. But I, I, was, I, wasn't, I shouldn't have been surprised what she said. I'm teaching Bible study. Now, I have a Ph.D. in theology, and she told me that her parents, now she's in a night, that's been some years ago, about six years ago, and she was, so she would be about 100 right now. She made a statement that her parents had taught her that black people came from apes. I looked at her, and maybe if she was a young Caucasian, I would have blasted her out. But I had to think, and I said, no, God didn't do that. God created man, and God created him from the dust of the earth and breathed into him. There's no such thing as white dirt. And if you get dust, dust is a byproduct of dirt. If you wet it, it turns dark brown. So, no, he didn't do that. But I had to explain to her, and this was been taught to them for many, many years. And uh, so, some, some, some have been taught for years that 
blacks are, are a curse. For, uh, there's a curse on people because they're uh, black. And then, well, there's nowhere in your entire Bible that people are cursed to be black. Now, when we when we think about that, that that that's what they, that's why they say that that God cursed Cain, a, a God that he was going to be black. That was the mark on Cain was he was going to be black. Why couldn't it be he was white? It might have been closer to being that he would be Caucasian than it would be that he would be black. Because black is the color that more people in the world are black. And he just told him that all his did not listen at this now. This is your Bible. There's nowhere in your Bible where any person would curse to be uh, black. But if you would read your Bible in Second Kings, the fifth chapter, and the 27th verse is called the curse of Nam. And it says that Told, and they say, Naaman leprosy will cleave to you and to your descendants forever. And Jehovah went out from the presence white. And they said, white as white, and they said, white as snow. And the curse was to be on all him and all of his descendants. From that point on, all that came from Jehovah, children was going to be white. That's and if all you have to do is read it, and I know sometimes later translation they try to dress it up because whites don't like to like that to be the way it is, and it's important that we understand that even coming from Europe, and I know a lot of us are Catholic and don't like to hear the truth, but the truth is the truth. Do you know that it was Pope Pope Nicholas? who signed a referendum for slavery, and it was done by who sanctioned it was none other than our great King James. Well, you know the King James Bible, this man here within the slave trade, but we're running, you know, we love his Bible. The King James Bible, Pope Nicholas VI signed a referendum for slavery. It's important that we understand that. And 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 every time I think about how we don't understand that life originated in Africa and how they whitewashed Egypt because Egypt is was the most civilized and most modern place that were built. Whites were just coming out of cave, and people on the African continent had high-rise buildings, 48-story buildings. They have more pyramids in the Sudan than have in Egypt, but they don't take those pictures of it. And that the pictures of the people in the pyramid were actually black and brown. They don't tell you that they got people never been breeded in Africa and that have straight hair and their brown skin. They're not black, not chocolate black. All blacks don't have pug noses. Uh, some black have a printed nose. Some have pug. It's according to, to to the geographical area. Most of them on the East Coast have more or less like a printed nose, but it's, it's those that live on the uh, what we call on the West Coast, where a lot of us came from, uh, you know, from around Nigeria, Benin, uh, 
the Congo, uh, 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 from places like Ghana, Senegal, Mali, and things like that. So many of us, you know, come from Cameroon, like myself, got a lot of Cameroon and Nigeria and Ghana and Benin and things in, in, in my, I, I have Senegal, I got Mali in my, uh, when they do my ancestry, they find that out. Now, I mean, and it's time that we, we don't put pictures of white person up to Jesus, talking about Jesus, and then take your child to school, the church, excuse me, and teach them about being a Christian and bowing down to a white man. This is a simple form of brainwashing because Jesus never was white. He never was Caucasian. Now, I'm going to say it again. Jesus never was a Caucasian. Even the white uh, uh, evangelist, Jimmy Swag, not Jimmy Swag, I'm talking about, oh, man. <laughs> uh, it was stated that Jesus was not a Caucasian. Billy Graham, I'm sorry about that. We're in a little brain, folks, but Billy Graham stated that Jesus was not Caucasian. But whites are not going to ever put his real color up because <laughs> they don't want their children to bow down to somebody with color. Now, I want to show you something. And if you get a chance to, and those who are studious and taking notes, go to Zondervan, look up Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of ham. And those who have a little age on them will know exactly what I'm trying to get over to you. Is, is Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of ham? I'm going to say it again. Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of ham. And this is what you'll find. The youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark race. And it talks about the Ethiopian, the Egyptian, the Libyan, the Libya, and the Canaan and the Canaan. But the ending of it is say not the Negroes. Before they call blacks in America Negroes and colored people. That's one of the names that's for blacks. And so if you if, if that is because the way Abraham came from was called the land of Nimrod, or the Chaldees, which means Nimrod was Ham's son, they tell you about grandson talking about being black. So if you deal with that you'll find out that the first the original Hebrew were black. They are they say they were much more of the Ethiopian origin. And when you talk about the Ethiopian origin, you you talking about people from around Nubia and the Sudan. Real dark. They're a little lighter now, some of them lighter, but uh, if you go in the southern parts of Egypt and to Ethiopia, you'll find out they get darker. And those are the things that, that we need to understand. And we need to understand even that they have black tribes all over all over uh, India. Now, I want us to, to, to pay close attention to something. Since I'm just going to go, since I know so many of us love the Bible. If you study your Bible, 
you're going to get to a part of your Bible before Moses or anything like that where Joseph was sold into slavery by his brother, the coat of many colors, and sold him in there, and he became a slave in Egypt. And he began to, and God would so favor on him, and he was raised to power as a governor after interpreting dreams. Well, when his brother that sold him into slavery came, they had to get food to live through the uh, famine. They had to go through him, and he was getting, there was, that's the brother who they saw, but it had been about 16 or more years since they saw him. And when they saw him, they, they, they said he was an Egyptian. Egyptian were black. Well, if Joseph couldn't have been a white person because they said he was an Egyptian. I just read to you what the Bible dictionary say. Ham mean is, is black. Well, they say Joseph passed for was an Egyptian. How about Moses? If, if, the, if, if the children of Israel were Caucasian, and that the, the 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 black king said, kill all the firstborn children of of the Hebrews that passed across the birthing stool. I mean, kill all the babies, Hebrew babies. Well, if they were white, how did Moses end up being raised in Pharaoh's house as his grandson? Because all of them were black. Why would Moses left after he killed the Egyptian? And he fled to Midia, which was where the Ethiopians were. His wife Zipporah told her father, "Rule, we found the Egyptian." It's, it's, everything is right there before you. Even with Paul, I think it's the twenty-first chapter in the thirty-eighth verse. The people when Paul were went to court, they told Paul that they thought that he was the e- e- Egyptian or Ethiopian that led people and, and slaughtered 4,000 people. You can find that out. That's Apostle Paul. They said they looked at him as being in one like that. In other words, that means he was real, real dark-skinned. So it's so much in the Bible that it's necessary for you to read. But uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, and he who write the narrative make the people be the color they want them and look the way they want them. Now, it's important that we understand, too, yeah, about again about this say the Garden of Eden and you say that differ from we saying about uh, three over three million years ago and uh but the Bible say that that the life started over in Asia right around the Euphrates River. But I submit to you if you find out what the first few rivers and I think that's the second chapter of Genesis where they say the Garden of Eden was located. They're going to use the Guyon River and the Pishon River. And they say it, and the first one encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush, where there's Beldonium and Oxus. Well, the land of Cush is Ethiopia. And the other one was the Guyon, and it encompassed the land of of it, it talks about it comes the land of Deja Budi, which is Somaliland. That's Somalia. That's the Blue Nile and the White Nile River. And so it, it lines up with where they're finding the skeletal remains of the oldest people. If they show you the picture of the people in the pyramid, which I had an opportunity, I think it was 67, 
I left New York, and my brother and I went to the Smithsonian. And I went to the Egyptian uh, exhibit, and I was so amazed that they had at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. These people were Africans. They showed them they were Africans. Now when you see it, See different pictures that have made Cleopatra a white woman, that have made different pharaohs white, that don't whiten it because the people were so Herodias and, and Aristotle told them that, that that's who educated Rome and Europe. And that all you have to do is read their books. They say they were educated in Egypt. The people didn't know how to write. They didn't know how to do math. They didn't know architecture. They could walk. They had chariots and everything long ago in Egypt. They were found spears and different things over in America, where the only metal that you could make a spear that way and the only people made spears that way were African metallurgians long before they were metallurgians in Europe. But they tell you that you're backwards, but they, they learned so much stuff. If you go to Germany, if you go to Great Britain, if you go to Russia, if you go to France, Spain, and you go in their museum, you're going to find so many stolen African artifacts. Think about it. They had crowns in, in, in Egypt with gold, and you have to be able to cut it. They're just getting lasers. The only could cut a diamond, other diamond, and then you need a laser to, to cut it a certain way. They were able to do things like that. 5,000 years ago. Caucasians are just learning how to do certain things. They were doing things now. <laughs> I, I want to say this. It tickles me so much. They say the people that build the pyramids and things came, came from outer space. I'm thinking about that, and I laugh. I say, how ignorant do you think a, a, a race of people are? that they won't know that they are the people. They take Africa and put it off the map. They build a Suez Canal, which separated the land between the Holy Land and Egypt. The Holy Land was known as North Africa for a long time. If you go there today, they don't have lines, which Moses and Samson had wrestled lines, and they talk about leopards and all kind of hippos and all kind of animals. Well, they don't live there because that that was that that was the land was joined together once, and now uh, as of I think that was 1900 in the 1900s when it was completed. 1900, the Suez Canal was completed. So these are things that we need to think about. There's so many things that that, that that's there, and then I know I, you you've heard me say it, and I say it over and over again. They know who you are. You learn the word alios. And when you learn about those different type genes and, and different things and mutations and you learn about it, you understand. Blacks are not dumb. We're no way dumb. Now, there's something what they call a global pattern of disequilibrium. And uh, it just talk about DNA. And we was taught that we were dumb, and we fall we fall for it. Our children, even to this very day, they think the only thing that they could be is a basketball player, football player, 
run track, jump high, a rapper, a singer. We're very talented in all that, but you're even more talented with your brain. It's time that we start using our brain because we're so smart. The global pattern of disequilibrium, uh, your sequence tells about where you come from and different things about you. But your series tell about your ability and about your intellect and how uh, close you stand that you are to be a genius come to your series. Well, 15 white scientists were writing uh, this thing, and it's called a global pattern of disequilibrium. And I told you all this every night. Every time I come on, I have to tell you because I want you to start looking things up. And when they when they looked at when they when they went around and they did experiments on different uh, people ethnic groups around the world, whether if they were in Europe, they did Europe, and you know. But first, they started on the closest thing where they say man evolved from an ape, so they went to the orangutan. The higher uh, your series is, the more or less likely you are to be uh, a, a genius. Be very very smart. And they test the orangutan had three. So they wanted to step a step higher because they say the great ape, the gorilla. They tested him. He had more series than orangutan. He had four series. So they wanted to step it up even higher. And then they did the chimp because they say we closer to the chimpanzee. He was hiding all of them. He had five series. Then they went to Europe, all over Europe. They went to uh, went to India, I mean, not, not China and all these other places, Japan. Went around the world and tested everybody but Africans because they're no African dummies. They tested all of them. Everybody tests with six series above any animal. Then coming to the end, they realized they had not tested Africa. So they went to West Africa and tested the Africa, West Africa, and they had nine series. Now think about it. The higher the series, the more likely you are to be a genius, the more intelligent you are. And when they tested Africans, they tested way above anyone else. See, we, 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 we allow our children to watch the news. We allow them to be told or, or be written out of history, uh, written uh, uh told that they're savages and everything else and not told let, let them know the real history of how really intelligent they are they're the master builders you know they have what they call call masons and they have the stuff that that come from them hotel the master builder whenever you see the thing it showed the eye above the pyramid who is the pyramid builder that's your master builder your bricks player who laid those bricks for it african but we don't never we don't pay attention to different things. Even in America, we don't think about the great leaders that we had right here in America. Uh, people that played so so great a, a a thing in moving us forward. But now we had some great people that moved us forward. But this generation is allowing it to slowly slip away, and it behooves me to say these things that we're allowing it to slip away. And we're trying to, 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 to just roll ourselves and fit into what they want us to be instead of being ourselves and building this 
building our own because I found out that they're not going to give us anything, period. Any race of people could come from anywhere around. They'll give them the world. But if you come from Africa or Haiti, you get nothing. They could send billions, hundreds and hundreds of billion dollars over and over to Ukraine, but to the very same people that you rape, lynch, burn, work from sun up to sun down, branded, sold their children from home for over right at three hundred years, you don't have a you don't have nothing to give to them. You pay reparations everybody else that was nowhere abused. The Holocaust was nowhere the, the worst tragedy of the world. The worst tragedy of the world was the trade, transatlantic slave trade. And it's time that we tell the truth. And, and it's time that we uh, uh, tell the truth about it. That is the worst. One of the greatest persons that we ever had was Marcus Garvey. Uh, yeah, we had Malcolm X and we had Martin Luther King, but we need to study about Garvey because he was truly a great man. I'm going to go ahead on, and I know you have a lot of questions, uh, Pastor, and I'm I'm going to bag up. I should have been stopped, but you know me when I get a little started sometime. I, I get a little hyped up, and sometimes you have to stop me and say, we have some questions, and I know there's some questions. Uh, God bless you. Line open. God bless you, uh, Dr. Kemp. Uh, no, no, uh, that's why we're here, to uh, to to learn and be educated about who we are. So God bless you. Continue on with what you're saying, because uh, like you say, we, we need to know these things, Pastor. And the unfortunate thing is, is, is that, like you say, it behooves you to have to say it, but the truth needs to be told. Uh, uh, and, 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 and it seems like, you know, we spend more time on social media, uh, doing other things, but educating ourselves, educating our children so that they may grow up and know who we are. And the unfortunate thing, Pastor, is that a lot of, their parents don't even know who they are. So it, it, it's hard to teach something that you don't know. And um, it, it, it's something that I, I want to ask because we're going to go across the top of the hour. So I'm going to say that and uh, let you take a quick breather, and we're going to go across the top of the hour, and we're going to come back and uh, uh, kick off the second hour is History Talk, uh, Breaking Chains with Dr. Pastor LeVert Kemp. And listen, uh, get involved in the conversation, 858-357-9137. We're here. We'd love to hear from you. you. Got a lot of work to do, y'all. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, and uh, you know we we need to get on it because uh, some some things need to take place, or we're going to be in a lot of trouble, man, if we don't learn to help each other. Love is the key. Yat Radio Breaking Chain.
Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome to the second hour of Breaking Chains History Talk podcast with Pastor Dr. LaVert Kemp. All right, Pastor, uh, God bless you, sir. Uh, um, Giving our honor, glory, and praise to our Heavenly Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this opportunity, this platform. Pastor, there's a lot going on around us 
and 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 it's something I want to bring to you as we kick off this second hour. Um, the the un let me say this properly. Um, the uneducation of the uh, 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 events going on around us in the world today, uh, people not being educated or even taking the time to educate themselves. Uh, and, and if a person is not taking the time to be educated or, or to research and find the information, are people aware of the of the circumstances and the conditions and the repercussions of not paying attention to what's going on around your environment and in the world you're living in, from politics all the way to your to your own homes? Well, I'm of the opinion that people are just relaxed and believe in whatever state I'm in. I, I just we, we 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 will settle for anything. We're settling for crumbs instead of going to the table and demanding our everything full. We allow our government to give us a few crumbs, and then they're willing to try to take those crumbs back. Our people refuse to try to learn about themselves. Only thing we want to do is go twerk. God forgive me for saying it like that. We want to go to parties and twerk, and we don't want to learn who we are and how great we are, and that we that God have called us as a great nation to be great people. But we don't want to live up to that. All we want to do is get drunk, twerk, and not study and not worry about who we are. And it continuously to put us at the back of the bus, and we don't we don't really care. Well, I, well, Mr. Mr. Jim, I'm okay at being at the back of the bus, as long as you could give me some free food stamps. No, I'm just going to say it the way it is. But it's time that we are the people stick together because we will refuse to stick together and unite and stand up and ask for what we deserve. You know, I see it go on in different cities all around the country. How if you go out in suburbia in the white community, the difference in how it looks, but the same thing, blacks are paying taxes, but they're not getting the services that whites are getting. How the police patrol, and it's almost like the slave patrol. They mainly patrol in the inner city and then say there's more crime in the inner city. Well, you're not out there where the white kids are getting hired, partying, doing everything they want to do, so they don't get picked up. But let your kids party. I've noticed right here in Louisiana, I live in the capital city, and I notice, and if people don't like what I say, that's fine. But I've noticed that, and and don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't, I, I, I didn't grow up far from LSU, with the flagship school. I mean, I didn't grow up far at all from it. And I would see white kids riding on top of the hood, drunk. I mean, to you, to me, having a great time. Lit Southern is on the other end, almost like on to the outskirts in Scotlandville, almost to the outskirts of town during that time. Let the black kids get do that. Everybody go to jail. But the very same thing could be done in the inner city by white kids who don't live in in those areas to come to LSU because LSU is not for what they call the bottom. And they'd be in the, the nightclub was in the bottom. 
they'll be riding on top of hood, cheering with whiskey bottles in their hand, beers, and they'll be screaming, and they wouldn't get picked up. But if you do that on right on the other end, the white policeman will arrest the black kids. So you see it going on, and it's even to the day. It's virtually the same. Now, in the inner city, now we have a, a black police chief, two to one, was good for the goose is good for the gander, two to one. He will, if he if he'll let the black kids get away, and he'll let the white kids get away. But if he arrests the whites, he gonna black. He's gonna arrest the whites. You know, play fair. That's all everybody been doing. Level, you know, level the playing field for me. I never asked for any more than just level the playing field for me. I'm not asking for favors, but you're the one that give your kids these jobs, and you don't want to level the playing field. Blacks have kids have asked for, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want a, a handout. Give me a hand. Level the playing field for me. Well, if I could score the same as your son score, or if I could score high, give me the job. But it haven't been that way, and it's still not that way. Uh, matter of fact, a uh, 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 high or white high school dropout can make as much money as a black college grad. And you can look that up. And find out it's true. So it, 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 it's very, very important. And different things that's imminent right now that's going on that we're sleeping on because we don't read. I have friends that's great scholars, and I, I try to put myself around great minds so that I could I could learn some things. Uh, yes, I have a PhD in the last. Yes, I do a lot of studying, but I put myself around people that I feel could teach me something that I could go teach others. Because let me explain something to you. I don't care who you are. You can always be taught. I'll say it again. Iron sharpens iron. There's always something new that we can learn. But we need to stop just trying to learn what what the Europeans, they're not going to tell you the truth. They're going to always, they're not going to tell you that they're no more than mulattoes. That they're almost like an underpart a lower you, okay. When I say that, I'm I'm being all okay. I'm being honest with you when I say that. There's no more a mutation of you. If you have a white, uh, if you have a, a kid that don't have melanin born in black, he's a, he, he he's an albino. A white lion is an albino lion. A white tiger, albino tiger. White catfish, albino which one? Was a albino catfish, white alligator, or albino alligator. But when it get to white people, they don't want to call themselves albino. And uh, and I know why because they're uh, they're a mutation. They're off. They're not the original. The original would come from dark. You did, did you ever notice you you if if it, I very seldom if any time. You know what a thoroughbred horse means? You're purebred, right? Okay, when they when they race in Kentucky Derby, you don't see white horses. You see thoroughbred, brown and black horses. That means thoroughbred, pure. So anytime we think of something and that they they won't tell you the truth, and that's why we have so many great black scholars out there right now, and that's why I wonder why we're not buying books and picking up things, learning, because we have great scholars.
we have any other questions? Amen. Amen to that, Pastor. Um, yeah, I, I got something else I want to bring to the table, too. You know, you hear a lot of talk, Pastor, about, um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, you know, you, you hear uh, people say that, um, you know, we are uh, uh, the God, you, you know, we're supposed to serve the gods of Egypt. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we're not part of that uh, uh that uh, children of Israel uh, uh, race, and you know what I'm saying. Um, and 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 when you really listen to a lot of that, you you see that it has caused a lot of confusion and division in a lot of people. Because I hear a lot of that conversation going on too. So so that division that goes on, you see a lot of people that you know worship the the, the, the Egyptian gods, and and to this day, so. So how, how do you how do you address that situation in, in in the era that we're living in today, Pastor? Okay, now I'm, I'm going to say some, and it may be confusing, but you have to study Egyptology and you have to compare Christ, Christianity and Judaism. Who brought on Judaism? Moses. Where did Moses learn from? Egypt. Where did baptism start? Egypt. Where did circumcision start from? Egypt. Ra, they were the first person to serve one God was in Egypt. They got pictures that they could show you before Christ ever came to the world about a virgin having a baby. So there are some parallels while what they're talking about. The cross. The only difference is they got this little round thing, almost like a cross, like you, you have a cross with the little round loop which you put your chain in. If you take it off, it'll look like that. But there are some parallels now. I won't say it's the same, but just by me reading and my research, certain things have started falling into place. Where was Moses taught? Where were the Greeks taught? All of it was taught from back Black Egypt. Think about it. Why did God use Moses to lead the children of Israel out? He allowed him to be trained in all the war. Or science or strike everything he 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 allowed him to learn all that in Egypt. Then he then he said, "Now take my people and lead them. I want you to kill this dude. Take I want you to come back to Pharaoh. Let your people go, and then I want you to lead. They can't tell the difference because they look just alike. And just leave. And so a lot of the teaching I would say came from. Egypt itself, even if I would have to say so, even with me having a Ph.D., I, I won't argue. I, I, I was consistent, consistently believing what I believe. But then once you study and you find out, and a lot of things we won't equate with it is because we fail to allow ourselves to read different things and get acquainted with them, the acquisition to it, because uh, King James and the other than Europe, uh, which which you got the canon, 
And the Bible was written in code what they what they were translated in Koine Common Greek, then the Romans did it, and you know, Constantine them did it. But King James come along and he wrote it uh way he made it uh the way he tried to hook it up was make slavery okay. And I could take you over and over one show I talked about it specifically when the Bible spoke out against slavery. But they show you different places where about slavery. But they never show you that what what the 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 difference in the slavery that that the Hebrews had it was like working off a of debt. If you remember they call the year of Jubilee where all the if you was a slave you were free, if you owed a debt you were free. Well most people put themselves in a place where they had to work off a debt and there was a slave. Case in print. Hosea had to buy his wife Goma back. She sold herself into slavery. Goma had to buy her back. He had to pay the price. She was like made herself somebody's slave. If so it's a difference in the slavery what the children of Israel had because Eliezer, you remember before uh, with Abraham before he had Isaac, he told God he had no child to leave what he had to, but his servant, his servant, Eliezer of Damascus, meaning that he was not a Hebrew. So it, it's a lot of things that you that you have to learn to equate. A lot of things have been 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 really things you have to have to really pay closer attention to certain things and specifically I hate to say it, but the Europeans have messed up just about everything that God put forth because they went against everything God stood for, and to make themselves look good, their interpretations are different. They say, okay, Donald Trump got him saying, instead of saying he was a liar, now it's the alternate truth. Instead of saying the man is a liar, they say the alternate truth. When it gets to slavery, now they want to call it involuntary servitude. No, call it what it is. It was slavery. And it was horrible. It's the most horrible thing in the history of the world with the slavery with those Africans, the trans, well, not those Africans, my forefathers went through because they got several books coming out now that's dealing with, matter of fact, I interviewed about certain things today. Matter of fact, I have had two interviews that books going to be about, uh, going to have a lot written in these two books pertaining to my family. Two books in this by Caucasian, they're writing about my family going back to plantation days and how some of them were just coming out of slavery, but they were educated. My grandfather. It's a lot of things that are going on, but it's things that it's time that we start researching, reading, and just don't read what white people wrote because they're never going to tell you the truth. You know, it's sometimes we run behind the very same people that enslaved us, beat us, sold us, raped us, and expect them to tell you the truth. And most of the majority, now don't get me wrong, you got a lot of them that will 
be truthful in their research and a whole lot of information that I know came from white scholars, but these guys would tell you the truth. But uh, yes, a lot of stuff, you have to study it, that stuff about Egyptology and things, and you'll find out about different gods and about this lady had a virgin baby about a couple thousand years before Christ. It makes you go, hmm. Okay? It makes you go, hmm. And this, this teaching and this historically sound facts. The cross before it ever came up to being makes you go, hmm. Baptism, hmm. Circumcision, hmm. They're still doing it in Africa today, the circumcision. Mm, okay? Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of things, but it, you got to keep an open mind, and you, when you read it, you have to put everything in perspective. Well, this was written in what you call, these people were doing this thousands of years before, and God could use that to bring about what he needs. And so you could put it in no context that God allowed them Moses to teach the children, the Hebrew children, how to do things, and it was passed on all the way through the New Testament. But it was learned in Egypt. And I hope that I answered that as best I can. But if anybody Amen. else have anything they want to add, would you add them uh, if we have anybody else on tonight? Yes, um... God bless everyone. Thank you for turning us on tonight. Uh, if any of you that's on the line would like to ask any questions, comments, or statements for uh, Dr. Kemp, the line is open for you right now. Uh, feel free to uh, uh, say what you want. The line is open. God bless you. Okay, Pastor. Uh, there's some people there. I guess they just don't have any questions for you. Okay. Well, you have anything else you would you would like to add or you would want want to ask? Yeah, Pastor. I just you know I'm 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 just all about wanting to be able to make sure that uh, we are learning true history and, and being educated. I I I feel that it needs to be uh, uh, more of it going on out in the highways and the byways. Uh, I feel like we need to be out there in the streets in the communities. We 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 blame so much on different things, but we we're still going to parties and having a good time. You do what you do, but you know you shut down God's house, but you open up the clubhouse, stadium house, party house, and everything else. Uh, uh, so so there, there's a there's a lot uh, questions that w- listen. If, if I if I wasn't if I wasn't a follower of Christ and saved. Uh, feel with the Holy Ghost. Listen, I, I would have questions too about you know what is real and what is not, you know, uh, uh, and will we be able to the society that we live in today? And this is my this is my last one. Um, has the love of money overtaken so much that uh, sound doctrine and truth is being bought out? Yes, I could answer that for you. <laughs> Before you could finish this statement, I can tell you yes. Wow. Money, when the Bible says money is the root of all kind of evil, 
It is liar, liar, pants on fire. Let me explain something to you. There were not many rich people into the entire Bible. God had to feed the children of Israel. He gave them the gave them the promised land where they could go grow their own crops. They won battles and they didn't have to buy the house, buy build homes. They was already built. They won battles and the crops were already still in the fields. So God made something for them. But they were not the people that's in the Holy Land today. The people in the Holy Land today have no rights to that land. They are not, we use the word Jews, as Sephardic, uh, 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 what you call, uh, what you call Eskenage. Uh, all you have to do, I tell you all the time, look up what I say. Uh, just look up what Eskenage Jew, the mysterious origin of the Eskenage Jew. And they'll tell you they're from Russia, Ukraine, Caucasia. These are the countries they come from, that they are not Israelites. They are not Hebrews. But they're in that 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 was that land was given to them, and they were put in there by the United States, Great Britain, France, uh, Germany, and somewhere else. They put them in that 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 over there, because nobody else didn't want them. There were nomadic people trapped. Then the other Khazar, that means they were north of Turkey. They are not uh, Hebrews. They're not Israelites. They put them there, and the next group, ethnic group that's there, are called serfdoms, and they are, they are, uh, they are people from Spain and Portugal. Nothing to do with the Holy Land. Nothing to do with that area. But that's who's there now. And so I get when they they talk about America giving all this money to Israel, that's not Israel. That's some people that you put there that have taken up Judaism. Now you have some of them that you that that believe in Jesus Christ over there, but you the majority of them don't. You got Orthodox and unorthodox Jews. The Orthodox Jew do not believe in Jesus Christ, and that's the majority with the little that little Hanukkah cap they have on and beard the wailing wall bowing their head down. Yeah, they believe in the Pentateuch and the Torah. They believe in Judaism. Uh, you know, they don't believe that Jesus, Yeshua, Hamashiach, that Jesus Christ was the anointed one, that he was the Messiah. And so it's a lot of things that you have to read and to, to be able to learn it. And that's the thing that we have to really, really push to learn exactly what's going on. And uh, I, I just, uh, it's time that we, we study. And, and they have, like I say, they have so many blacks that's writing books and giving you both sides of the stories and letting you know, yes, you are. Yes, the Ethiopians do have the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, they did. They had Christianity. They have the oldest Bible. They have more books in their Bible than anyone else. Only thing you hear about is, is the, the Apocrypha. And and different books that, that, that people have the book of Enoch. And that's why he's coming up with different things. But the but they don't wanna tell you if you could get that Ethiopian Bible, that's the oldest one. That and what they call only Christian group is one of them is the Coptic Christian. 
and they got a picture of a black <laughs> black Jesus with the with the with the Last Supper, Black Mary, the oldest 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 gospel, oldest Bibles. But what we doing is we take everything that the Europeans say in America, and that's the gospel. And we we refuse to listen at our own people, you know. But we are listening at somebody that enslaved us, and we have to be careful with that. And we, I, I I love to say it this way: I will try to do what's right. I can't say I'm one hundred percent sure anything, but I'm one hundred percent sure about Jesus and God. And I'm going to try to live the best I can because Jesus sure tried to live the best he can. So I'm going to try to live the best I can. I don't care. And see, like we, we said about uh, Allah. Well, Allah is just simply G-O-D, but it's in Arabic. Okay, it's G-O-D. It's the same word we use for God to use it. And by the way, when Jesus was... On the cross, when he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabataniya, he didn't say Eli. He said, Allah, Allah, lama sabataniya. He spoke in Aramaic. He said, Allah. He called God Allah. And it's not that, I mean, it's the same thing that the Muslims say, but the Muslims use the word God and it's Allah in Arabic. But when they said that Mohammed is the prophet, we say Jesus is our prophet. And then six to eight hundred years after Christ died, this came up with something about some Mohammed. But I know Mohammed died and didn't get up. <laughs> and they have never found yeah. Jesus bones or anything else because did not die because he got up. <laughs> Amen. Because he got up. If that was so, they would have been trying to find Jesus' grave with his bones. But no, he wasn't there. The grave was empty because my Savior lived. Amen. 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 Woo! <laughs> got up. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, that's good, Pastor. That's good. Uh, I want to open the lines again before we get out of here. If anybody out there have any comments, questions, or uh, uh, anything want to bring to uh, Dr. Kemp, the line is open, 858-357-9137. Uh, God bless you on the air if you have something to say. All right, Pastor. All yours, sir. Amen. Uh, God bless each and every one, and I pray it was something that was said, uh, something done, a question that was asked and that was answered that gave us some knowledge of who we are and made us feel good about ourselves and let us understand that mitochondria Eve, which is an African female, is the mother of all contemporary people today, meaning all over the world, a black lady, you carry her gene, so that's your mother. White folk may not want to hear it, but this come even from their anthropologists and geneticists know it's the truth. That you came from a black woman, you know more than a mutation. You may not like it, but the truth is the truth. You are a mutation of an African. You don't have to like it, but it's the truth. You are a mutation of an African. God loved Africa so much, 
He made it the richest continent in the world. Natural resources, semi-precious stone, you name it, full of it. That's why every country want to conquer it. That's why everybody's against them. You ever paid attention that every, every, no matter wherever you go, it's been lied to every continent about Africans, about how they dumb and how they this and that and the other, and every race try to go over and conquer them because other races turn their backs. But I know a God that said high and he looks low, and I believe that you might get by, but you never get away, that you reap what you sow. You can't do evil all your life and expect good things to happen to you. Amen? Now I'm gonna good I'm gonna pray us out of here. Father in heaven, we wanna just say thank you. Father, we thank you for the things that were said and done on this podcast. The origin of man and dealing with black history and and, 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 and what's going on with us today. Give us the strength for the tool, give us the ability to read, comprehend and understand just what they're talking about if they speak about gentrification, if they're talking about uh, uh, um, the different uh, rights that we have, the Voting Rights Act, if it's talking about abortion, if the uh, tuition, um, let us understand the Constitution by, by the First Amendment to the Constitution, First which Amendment of the Constitution, what it says about freedom of speech, which blacks don't have. The right to bear arms, majority of blacks get turned down by bearing arms. There's so many things that are going on with us today. Um, we need to just stand up, learn. I want to say it over and over again. We need to pick some books up, and it's just not by white scholars because you have some that will tell you the truth, but the majority are not going to write the truth to you. They're still trying to portray everybody in Egypt white. <clears throat> they won't tell you that the Moors was those the people that was in Spain were called black people from Africa called Moors people came over and started and built Spain and Portugal. First kings and queens over there. Now, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you just continue to open our hearts and our minds. But most of all, Lord, let us be receptive to your word and let us walk, Lord. Let us walk circumspect with you. Let us walk with our heads high. Let us walk motivated. Let us walk in unity and love and appreciation for one another. Let us compliment one another. Let us learn. Let us be scientists, doctors, engineers. Let us learn these different things that we could compete on every on every level. Let us be the people that you put us on earth to be. Let us be who you created us to be, truly great individuals. Oh, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. I pray, Lord, for Pastor William because without him we wouldn't have this program. He's just trying to make sure that blacks learn more and more of themselves and their origin. There's so much that I didn't say tonight, Lord God. You know what, what I left out. But there's so much more, and I would appreciate if they're questioning that so I could answer them. 
and that if you know something, Lord, I want them, Lord, also to feel free to, to speak out. If I don't know it, I try my best to answer, but if I don't know it and you know the answer, speak it out. I'll be more than happy to listen that I can learn because I am sharp as iron. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for the friendship. Now, Father, as we prepare to leave this podcast, we pray we never leave far from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with the love of God and the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit rest will and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. And all God's children said, amen, amen, amen. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor. And guess what? There's nothing that no one could do about it. Good night. Oh, my people, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost. I love you.
Thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio, where we are breaking chains. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.